Amen, we serve a good God. 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 I'll stay here till 12 o'clock. Amen, we serve a good God. Amen, I need to know if I'm in the right room. Amen, we serve a good God. Amen, we serve a good, I need to know if I'm around some people that know the Lord. Amen, we serve a good God. Hey, don't ever take God's blessings for granted. Don't ever take the don't ever take the opportunity for blessing God for granted. Don't ever take the opportunity to tell God thank you for granted. Don't ever underestimate which will cause you to not appreciate what God is doing in your life. Because if God didn't do it, you would be in trouble. Amen. Amen. So anytime you have an opportunity to let God know that you are thankful, let him know that you are thankful. Come on, Calvary. Let's let God know we are thankful. Look at somebody and tell them, don't stop dreaming. Amen. We are continuing. Amen. We are continuing our lesson, our, our teaching series entitled, Don't Stop Dreaming, a Montgomery series. I like that, a Montgomery series. Amen. Don't Stop dreaming. And today we're going to talk about location, not destination. Location, not destination. Location, not destination. Going to be in Genesis 39 today. We're going to look today at verses 1 through 6. Genesis 39, verses 1 through through six. Genesis 39 verses one through six. Want to use for a thesis statement today. Want to use for our thesis statement today. Want to use for our thesis statement today. Next. Everything that you have gone through in life has prepared you to become that person that God has created you to be. Your possibilities, your power, and your purpose have been shown to you by God through the dreams that he has given you. We have to remember that God has prepared for us a destination and we cannot get satisfied in location because location will cause you to miss your destination. While it may take some time to accomplish let us not be weary in well-doing. For if we are patient and persistent, we will make it. Somebody holler, we will make it. Somebody holler, we will make it. Somebody holler, we will make it. How many people in here know that everything that you've gone through in your life, God has a reason for it to prepare you to become the person that God created you to be. You thought it was meant to kill you. It wasn't meant to kill you. You thought it was meant to stop you. It was not meant to stop you. 
It was meant to develop you. And development comes from heartache. Development comes from tears. Development comes from frustrations. Y'all remember when you used to have to take a picture with a, with a real camera? And you would take a picture, you couldn't see what the picture looked like automatically because you had to take it to, y'all remember Echo Drugs? And Echo Drugs, when you walked in Echo Drugs, you looked to the left and there was a big old photo station, right? And you would take that, you would take that, what, what was it, the, 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 what do they call it? The film. Y'all got, got some folk in here. These young folk looking at me like, what in the world are y'all talking about? You just snap it and you load it on the computer and you punch print in there. That ain't how it always was. And you give them your film, Sister Mason, and they tell you, we going to have it back. Be Come back in about three, four days and it'll be ready. And you were saying, why did it take so long for it to get ready? Because the film had to go through the, go through the development process. And, the, and in order for the film captain to be developed, the film had to go into the dark room. Oh, I wish somebody, I wish somebody in here would get what I'm trying to say. The film couldn't be what it was supposed to be until it went through the development process. And the development process didn't take place in sunshine. It took place in darkness. There are some people in here that can testify. I know I'm on my way somewhere because God has brought me out of the darkness in to the marvelous light. So your possibilities, your promises, your purpose has been molded and created through problems, through despair, through difficulties. Joseph had a dream that he was going to do great things and he had the potential of doing great things but in his dreams the Lord never told him what he had to go through because if he would have known that the pit the Ishmaelite Potiphar's house and prison was on the way to the palace, he would have never saw, right, man, look here, you can keep that dream. If I got to go through that, I, I, how many people came back, Vince, his brothers, let's not kill him, because that's our brother. Let's sell him, there's a group of people coming, let's sell him to them. Praise saved his life. And we finished on last week shouting, because we had about 10 people in here that didn't mind testifying that it is praise that saved your life. And that when you were in the pit, you remembered God was good. And you remember God had put something on the inside of you. And you remember God. Jesus says, I'll never leave you, nor will I forsake you. And Jesus says, I'm a friend that's sticking closer than any brother. That when you don't know what to do, you can call on me and I will be there. I had about 10 people here that was ready to run around the building because you knew that praise had saved your life. The devil tried to tell you, you wasn't going to make it. And every time he tried to tell you, your hand went up in the air as a testimony that God is good and God is good all the time. Every time he told you to stop running. 
running. You ran a little bit faster. Every time he told you to quit, you worked a little bit. I wish I had about 10 more people in here that no praise saved your life. Would give God a mighty praise right now. So, so, his brothers, yeah, threw him in the pit, but he had one that was there that said, we can't kill him, let's sell him, and then we go back and tell daddy that a wild, angel, a wild animal killed him. All right? Now, watch this. We get to Genesis chapter 39, verse number one. All right. All right. Verse number one. Next. When Joseph was taken to Egypt by the Israelite traders, he was purchased by Potiphar, an Egyptian officer. Potiphar was captain of the guard. Tell you, you thought it was a setback, but it was a setup. Oh, somebody should have shouted and your wig should have turned on your head right there because somebody in here, folk thought they were setting you back. But God said, no, I'm just setting you up to take you to where I'm going to give you and I'm going to put the right people in the right places to help you get where you are. Because you can't know how to deal with palace stuff if you ain't never been with palace people. Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. Next, first thing I want you to see is he was purchased from the pit. He was purchased from the pit. Somebody had a purchased from the pit. He was purchased from the pit. Watch this. Watch this. Next, the ones that should have stood you up, sold you out. Mm, the ones that should have encouraged you, discouraged you. The ones that should have loved you, don't always love you. The ones that should pat you on the back don't always pat you on the back. The ones that should have lifted you up don't always lift you up. And it would not bother you if somebody you didn't know stabbed you in the back. But when there's somebody that you love that stabs you in the back, it hurts like crazy. Look at your neighbor and say, sometimes. The ones that should stand you up are the ones that sell you out. Get ready. I don't know who this is for, but there are about seven of y'all in here. God getting ready to do some major reconstruction in your life. And you're going to find that some people that you thought had your back going to stab you in your back. You're going to find out that some people you thought you could trust, y'all, them rascals don't mean you no good. You're going to find out that everybody at the end of the day is looking for their own self-interest. And if what you ain't doing is not going to help them, then they ain't going help you. I wish you give your neighbor a high five and say, I'm getting ready to be sold out. But I know somebody 
that will not sell me out. I know somebody that will stick with me through thick and thin. I know somebody. Next, going from where your dream is destined will be difficult. Whoever told you, y'all listen to me. Y'all listen to me. Whoever told you it was going to be easy did not tell you the truth. Sister Garrett, I would have said that other word that start with L, but my mama is watching this online. They telling stories, amen. They told you, Steph, a story. Whoever told you that every step along the way was going to be full of strawberries and berries and roses and all of that did not tell you the truth. And if they did tell you that you were going to have roses, they was just talking about the petals. Because everybody knows that what comes with the rose just ain't the petals. You also got to deal with the thorns. Look at your neighbor and tell them, I got some thorns I got to deal with. I got some stuff I got to deal with to get to where God is calling me to be. And I'm ready for this thing. Because I know going in, it ain't going to be easy. But God is for somebody holler, God is faithful. God is faithful. God is not going to leave you when times get difficult. He right there. Can you imagine the emotions that Joseph is dealing with? From the apex of expectations, knowing that God has given me a dream and one day I'm going to be a leader, one day I'm going to be a king, one day I'm going to have it all to dealing with expectations, from going from expectations to realization. Because in my realization, I realize that the ones that should have stood me up have sold me out. See, the problem with most of us is not the expectation, it's the realization. And we don't understand, we don't want to go through the realization to get to the expectation because the difficulties are found in the realization. Look at your neighbor, tell him, keep going. Don't give up. Don't give up. God didn't bring you this far to leave you. You are in the pit. You're in the pit. On the way to the palace next. But God's got a question for you. God got a question for you. God got a question for you. Well, God first has something for you to know. We will endure disappointment in order to make it to our destiny. We will endure disappointment. You're going to endure it. It's not if. It's when. You're going to cry. You're going to want to give up. You're going to want to throw in the towel. You're going to have woe is me moments. Moments when you don't want to get out the bed. You don't want to open the, open the curtains. Where you want it to look like it's 7 p.m. at 2 p.m. 
the house just dark. But you got too much Jesus in you. Because Jesus will come into your room and open the windows and pull up the shades and move the curtains and turn on the light. And he'll tell you today is the day that I have made and you shall rejoice and be get up out the bed. I didn't give you this for you to lay on it. I didn't give you this for you to give up. I didn't give you this for you to throw in the towel. Get out the bed. Somebody look at your neighbor and tell him get out the bed. You're going to have some disappointment. But walk in that disappointment with delight. I will delight myself in the Lord. I will delight myself even in the midst of my disappointment. In the darkness of my hours, I will trust in the Lord. We will endure disappointment. Look at your neighbor and tell him, neighbor, I love you. I do. You one of my best people in the whole wide world. You one of the best people I know. Every time I sit on my yoke the pew with you, I just lift my hands and tell God thank you. But let me tell you something, neighbor. You're gonna have some disappointments. Ain't no need for you. Wow, Lord, why me? Why that's not out your nose. Put your makeup on. Put your lashes on. Men, put your best suit on. Shine your shoes. Iron your pants. Put a crease in them bad mama jammas and walk in that situation. I am a child of a king. I am God's child. No weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. Tell your neighbor, I come my hair a little bit curlier today because the Lord is my light. And my, I wish I had about 10 people that can give God some praise because he's my life and my salvation. Of whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Look at somebody and tell them I ain't scared. <laughs> we just on verse one. Hold on. Let me. The Lord has a question. Next, here's the question. Can you bless God in the valley, the pit, on your way to the mountaintop, the palace? See, I know, I know we, can, we can praise when we're on the mountaintop, but is there anybody here that can give God some praise when you're down in the pit, when it don't look like it's going to work out, when you don't know what to do, when you're all, when folk telling you to give up, can you lift up your hands and say, the Lord is. I wish I had about 15 people that can testify. I learned how to praise God in the valley. I learned God was good in the valley. I learned he's faithful in the valley. Bless his heart. Here he is. And so by his brothers to the Ishmaelite who was coming Mm -hmm. Then he was purchased by Potiphar. Verse 2. Next. Verse 2. <laughs> Remember, Charles, what that say? <sighs> As he served in the home of 
the Lord was with Joseph. <laughs> so he was with Joseph. Lord was with Joseph. So he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the house of his Egyptian master. Next, the presence of the Lord. Somebody holler, the presence of the Lord is with me. It doesn't mean neighbor didn't, didn't receive that. Find you another neighbor. Say, neighbor, the presence of the Lord is with me. If they put a wet blanket on it, find you somebody else and say, neighbor, the presence of the Lord is with me. As a matter of fact, I didn't even have to tell you that. You can look at me and see that the presence of the Lord is with me. You can walk with me and see that the presence of the Lord, you can talk with me on the phone and see that the presence of the Lord is with me. Whenever you find yourself in transition when you are in realization on your way to expectation dealing with the difficulties that life will put in your path always remember this next wherever you go the Lord is with you Oh, we, we, we shouted this morning at, at Sunday school because the Lord told them, y'all ain't even got to fight. Just show up for the battle and praise me. Get in position and praise me while you show up for the battle. And then the Bible told us that the enemy that was trying to kill you killed each other because of your praise. I wish I had somebody in here that will let your neighbor know that when I praise the Lord, the enemy gets confused. Everything that he tried to do to me, he turns it on somebody else. Everything that he tried to destroy, God develops everything that he tries to break, God puts it back together again. I wish somebody understood that when you learn how to praise the Lord, the devil gets confused. Wherever you go, the Lord is with you. I got another point that the Lord just gave me that I didn't put in the PowerPoint. Wherever you are, the Lord has already been. Oh, I almost heard, I broke out in a dance right there. Wherever you are, the Lord has already been. He was here today, yesterday putting things in, per, in place for your breakthrough and your blessing. He was here today, yesterday, putting people in the right places to help you get where you are called to go. He was, before you got there, God had already been there and made a way out of, no, look at your neighbor say, I ain't scared to go because God has already been there. And whatever I need when I get there, it will already be there because God is faith. I wish I had somebody that would give God some praise because he's already placed in your path. Pastor, I'll tell you how I know. 
Go back when you get home to verse, to chapter 37. After Joseph told him about the pit, the dream, they put him in the pit. Uh-huh. But when they put him in the pit, God had already put Judah there to do what Judah needed to do so the pit wouldn't kill him. Oh, you missed that. When, he, when his daddy told him to go to Shechem and check on his brothers, Joseph went to Shechem. They weren't in Shechem, but a man, the Lord had already put a man in Shechem that Joseph could go talk to to find out where his brothers was. And the man told Joseph, your brothers ain't in Shechem. They over in Dothan. Oh, I wish I had somebody. God always puts people in place. To help you get to your destination. He gets to his brothers in Dothan. They conspire to kill him. Reuben had to be in the right place. And say let's not kill him. Let's throw him in the pit. Planning to come back and get him out the pit later on. Joseph had God. God had Judah in the right place. Because Judah said, no, we're going to get our brother out that pit. Because he's blood of our blood and flesh of our flesh. He is our brother. Look over there. There's a group of Ishmaelites. You ain't got it yet. Because God will have the right people in the right place to help you get your blessing. Over there, there are some Israelites. Let's sell them to the Israelites. Okay, sell him to the Israelites. But he still knows God put something in me that cannot die. I will be who God says I will be. Now we move from the Israelites who then sold him to Potiphar. So he could be in Potiphar's house, who is in the royal hierarchy. Look at your neighbor and give him a high five. And say, neighbor, don't worry about not having the right people at the right place at the right time to help you get where God is calling you to be. Because when you get there, God will have strategically put the right people in the right place at the right time to help you get where God is calling you to be. And you ain't got to worry about uh, depending on them jokers that mistreated you. Because God will put people that you don't even know in places to bless you. Next, God places the right people in your path to get you to the palace. Look at somebody and tell them, I got the right people in the right places to get me to my destination despite of my location. Because God sees your potential when everybody else sees your problem. 
Oh, God sees your possibilities. When everybody else sees your mess, God sees your miracle. When everybody else is looking at your tests, God is developing your testimony. I wish I had somebody in here that would just give God some praise because he has something in store. Look at your neighbor tell him, don't you stop dreaming. Oh, this one, this, these verses right here. I'm, I, got, I got two more. Oh, glory. Got two more. Oh, verse number R. Oh. Verse numbers three through five. Brother Gaskin, y'all doing a good job up there. You and Brother Montgomery. Potiphar noticed that he was blessed because of Joseph. Bible says that everything that Joseph touched turned to gold. It didn't say that. I just Montgomeryized it, but in essence, that's what. See, I had to tell him it didn't say that. I ain't want him to go out of here that Pastor lied. That ain't what that said. It ain't in the Bible. I'm, I'm gonna look at your name and say he Montgomeryized that. Potiphar noticed this and realized that the Lord was with Joseph. Potiphar didn't say that the Lord was with him. He said the Lord was with Joseph, giving him success in everything he did. Now, I don't know which him they talking about. Was it Joseph him or was it part of him because of Joseph being with him? You'll get that when you get home. This pleased you if my life gets better because of you I want to be as close to you as I can be don't leave me stay right here what you need we'll work it out be careful about people trying to get close to you because everybody that trying to get close to you ain't trying to get close to you because of you. They might be trying to get close to you to see what you can do for them. He made Joseph his personal attendant. He put him in charge of the entire household and everything that he owned. From the day Joseph was put in charge of his master's high household and property, the Lord began to bless Potiphar's household for Joseph's sake. And all his household affairs ran smoothly and his crops and his livestock, what did they do, y'all? They flourished. Verse 6, so Potiphar gave Joseph com complete administrative responsibility over everything he owned. With Joseph there, he didn't worry about a thing except what kind of food he ate. Joseph was a handsome man, well-built, young. Man, I heard that well. Some of y'all ever... 
well-built man. Next, there's something special about you. There's something special about you. Joseph, next, Joseph was flawed, but he was favored. He wasn't perfect, but he was favored. He had some issues, but he was favored. He did some stuff wrong, but he was favored. I wish all the favored folk would look at your neighbor, give your neighbor a high five, and say, neighbor, I'm flawed, but I'm favored. Don't get mad at me that every time I turn around, the Lord keeps on blessing me. I know it's not because I'm worthy, because I'm proud, but I'm favored. Everything I touch, the Lord blesses it. Don't get mad. I'm proud, but I'm favored. Look at your necks. Potiphar says, oh, let the favor on you fall on me. Look at your neighbor, say neighbor, you don't realize it, but you bless because I'm here. You're blessed because we're sitting on the same pew because I'm flawed and I'm favored. Every time I need him, the Lord steps in right on time and it ain't got nothing to do with me. It's because I'm proud, but I'm favored. Give your neighbor a high five and say, neighbor, we're blessed because you're here. Because God got a blessing with your name on it. I wish all the people that know God has favored you would tell God, thank you for favoring me. Next, there's a blessing in your presence. It's a blessing in your presence, Joseph. Something about you that's different than everybody else. I know. You know the Lord. Because since you've been in my house, all the bills been paid. Since you've been in my house, my enemies have left me alone. Since you've been in my house, oh, all of my crops have been plenteous. Since you've been in my house, everything has been all right. So there's a blessing in your presence. But it wasn't by accident that in verse 36, it also let us know that Joseph was very handsome and a well-built man. Because the Lord didn't create Joseph for him to get comfortable in Potiphar's house. God didn't create Joseph for him to work for Potiphar. And if, if you're not too careful, you'll get comfortable in a temporary location and never make it to your destination. So the Lord had to have Joseph looking good. Give 
give somebody a high five and say Joseph looked good. He was about six four, had baby brown eyes. He was he had he had salt and pepper all around his beard. He had a six pack that never turned into a keg. He looked real, real good. And God said, I didn't create you there for you to be there because next there's somewhere else for you to go. Give your neighbor a high five and say, neighbor, next don't take what was meant to be temporary and make it permanent. Give your neighbor a high five and say, neighbor, you look good right now, but I know God's got something more in store for you. Don't get comfortable where you are because next there is good. This is good, but there's something better. Give your neighbor a high five. Say neighbor, this is good, but there's something better. This is good, but there's something more. This is good, but I got promises on the other side. Then next, get ready, because God will send a problem to keep you on your path to your palace. Get ready, there's a problem on the way, but praise him, and he will take care of you. We're going to be introduced to the problem next time we have this conversation because for every elevation there's always a temptation. For every elevation you're going to always have a temptation to see if you can stay true to what God put inside of you. We're going to meet somebody next time that's going to bring some temptation. the situation to mess with your elevation look at your neighbor and say neighbor where I am right now is a location where I'm going is a destination and I cannot let temptation in my location stop me from making it to my destination. I see you, Joseph, looking like you're looking. I see you. I saw you out there trimming the hedges yesterday. The sun was just right in the sky. And that sun uh, was coming down on your olive skin. And that sun hit that sweat right at the right angle and Joseph somebody saw you 
And when she saw you, goosebumps raised up on her arm. Somebody saw you. And when she saw you, the hairs on the neck raised up. Because you had something Potiphar didn't have. Potiphar didn't look that good in the sunlight. Because she saw him working there last week. And she kept on walking. But when she saw you, Joseph, oh, she stopped in her tracks. And she said, God, my God. Y'all come back next week. If you want to know the rest of the story, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, we got to come back next week to see what the end going to be. But there's going to be some problems on his way to the palace. There's going to be some temptations on his way to his destination. He told him, you can have anything at this house you want except for Sister Potiphar. And sometimes the very thing that you don't want is the thing that wants you. I wish somebody somebody should have ran around the building right there. That, that, that should have gave somebody some freedom right there. Somebody should have just took up jumping and shouting, telling God thank you that I didn't let the temptation mess up my destination. If there's one, the doors of the church are open.